Hi, I'm Jacqueline Freeman. And I'm Sarah Korn. You're listening to Kitchen Table Alchemy, living in full color. This is a podcast for people who see and spread the magical in everyday life. Hello and welcome. So it's been a while since I hung out with y'all and uh, it's because I was waiting to have this like mega awesome guest. And so today we've got Jana Moynihan with us. Um, she's with Divine Mission Coaching. Uh, folks that are on the Facebook may know this little tarot maven. She's got a group called Divine Rebels. And basically she's the world's only 40-something transgender psychic vegan chef. So <laughs> you understand why there had to be such a large gap because we had to like create this space for all this awesomeness to happen. But That's um, a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so... Um, so we've been kind of talking before we started about all the new moon, eclipse season, astro insanity Man. <laughs> that is coming down the pipe. It's pretty weird out there right now. <laughs> it's going to get weirder. <laughs> so if you've been picking up on any of that, if you've been having like um, people pop out of nowhere that you haven't seen in forever or um, like drama I had some like um a couple weekends ago we were at a friend's house and this drama just happened it was like it was so weird because I mm. haven't experienced something like that since I was like in my 20s do you know what I mean right so um everything is definitely <laughs> being brought to the surface oh, right yeah. now old stuff you thought you healed that's yeah. a big one yeah oh I had that one in the bag no, no, there's still some more. I didn't to work on down there. There's still some granules yep. at the bottom. So, um, so yeah. So we were talking about some of the themes, and there was some pretty cool, um, some pretty cool uh, writings that have been going around it. So your favorite astrologer is, uh, yeah. There's this uh, this this person online. Her blog is called Astro Butterfly. And she sends out monthly newsletters that just give a really, really good breakdown of what's going on. I just, I just like the way that she breaks it down. Astrology is not my native language. Uh, tarot is my first woo-woo language. <laughs> okay. I have really tried to learn astrology. But... I understand why people call it the calculus of the sacred arts. Yeah, it is. And I've I really never been that. a math check i get that so but it, it there is truth to it i do like you know I feel, I feel like it's like uh like like the news you know it's like how i am I informed it, of what's going on right i see it as kind of like the emotional weather forecast that's a great way to put it that's how i look at it is the emotional weather forecast like i'm, I'm not gonna plan a big picnic on a day when there's supposed to be thunderstorms so that's kind of, yeah. that's kind of how I see it. Like I'm still going to go on with my daily life. Right. Um, and I feel like too, part of the reason that I'm wanting to learn the language is because I feel like as an urbanite, um, we get so disconnected from larger oh, cycles. Yes. And so I, I feel like if I can learn this language, um, it's a way for me to stay connected to these larger cosmic cycles. Yeah. Right. Um, and my teacher who I've talked about many times before on the show, Bree Saucy, she couches it in terms of relationship. And it's like, you know, this, like your birth chart 
is the conversation that was happening in the room the moment you were born, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's about getting to know these different personalities and how they act in different environments and things like this. And one of the things that I've noticed since I've started paying attention to astrology and trying to follow it more um, is that you you will be taken around all the areas of your life and be given these sort of like directives to work. Okay, now it's time to focus on this aspect and Absolutely. work on it. So within the space of a year, you've gone through all of your emotional closets, so to speak, right? And Absolutely. gotten stuff taken care of. So like, you know, I- I'm, I'm Virgo rising. So there's this part of me that wants it all like stacked up and labeled and really neat. Um, but I'm Libra is my sign. And um, so that just wants to like, oh, it's so cool, man. I'll just, we'll just take it as it comes, you know? Right. So it's pretty. Yeah, exactly. So, um, so having this kind of way to make sure it's sort of like an organizational system, I feel like, right. To make sure that I am paying attention to all these different aspects of my life. And then for that to be tying me into these greater cosmic oh, yeah. patterns, I feel like there's a lot of rich things that can be happening there. So, so that's part of, but, but I'm also like, you know, it's calculus and I'm still learning like X equals Y plus one or right. whatever. Um, <laughs> and I'm just, I'm not interested in learning all that. It's like, just tell me the stuff, man. You know? So like, that's why we have these fabulous bloggers who can speak calculus. And that's exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just, I just want to know, I just want to turn on the channel and there it is. So, uh, but yeah, man, I could really see how that would tickle your Virgo rising, you know, and I'm a Pisces sun, which is the exact, on the exact opposite end of the Zodiac wheel is Virgo. So we have a lot of similar energy energy there yeah yeah and i'm a cancer moon um which is the ruling the moon is the ruling planet for the sign of cancer so i tend to pay a lot more attention to the moon's astrology than anything else right 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 right. and today we're recording this on a new moon in cancer with a lunar eclipse right right yeah the first of Three eclipses. Three, three eclipses that are coming over the next month, maybe a little more than a month. But yeah, and this one's only visible in Australia, mm. but um, but it is impacting, right? Like this, it's shifting. And, um, and eclipses are about changing patterns, right? It's about interrupting the way that things normally go. Right. And so when you're looking at a lunar eclipse, then you're really looking at sort of underlying emotional patterns. And yeah. solar eclipses are going to be like the way that we're doing things, right? So we have a lunar eclipse today. Um, this evening is when it's happening, visible in Australia. And then um, a solar eclipse today. And then there's a lunar eclipse, like the 27th or the 28th on mm-hmm. the full moon, um, <laughs> which will be visible in Russia. And I will be there to see it, which is just wow. so weird. Um, hold on to your horses. Let's travel on the blood <laughs> Exactly. <Yeah>. In Mercury <laughs> Retrograde. There Yay! we go. Yes. Bring extra books. Um, and so, um, and then we have another partial solar, I think, happening in mid-August. Right. So, um, so if you haven't already felt shaken up by what is going on in life right now. Yeah. <laughs> just know that right. that was like. That was like the cheerleaders at the beginning of the game, and now we're getting ready to have kickoff. <laughs> like, literally, all you could do is laugh at the 
at the shit show that's about to unfold. Seriously. (laughs) Seriously. So one of the things that I've found really interesting that people have been talking about is Mars out of bounds right now. Um, So apparently Mars is moving outside of its normal orbit. Mm. Um, And then it's also in retrograde, I think. Is it? There's I believe so. Almost everybody's in retrograde right now. So like seven planets. So we've got seven different. And if you're thinking of the personalities, the planets as these sort of personalities that have these sort of realms of interest, right? Um, each when they go into retrograde, then they're calling you to reassess, realign, um, reorganize, right? Any of the sort of like reactivities, right? Um, in whatever their field of expertise is. And so, like, right now, almost all of the planets are in retrograde um, or getting ready to be. (laughs) Yeah. So we're really being called to, like, examine, really reassess and examine who we are, what we're doing, where we're going, um, and and that's really coming up. And I think as a nation, we've been watching that happen, right? A lot of us have been like, this is not who we are. Um, so we're certainly being invited to bridge the gap between who we want to be and who we are Mm. as a nation right now, I think. Um, but on personal levels, right? Like this is really, um, this is really calling us to, um, to take a look at, uh, for example, the, the ideas that, that we've gotten from other people about who we are, who we're supposed to be. Oh yes. And see like. Does that still fit? Totally. Yeah. Look, you know, um, a lot of this stuff, I mean, there's a lot of rabbit holes that we could fall down. Especially, <laughs> there? So oh, many. So many. And <laughs> we are so good at falling down so many of them together. <laughs> so, um, especially with like all the stuff that's going on right now. Like all, like, oh, 150 planets in retrograde <laughs> and everything. It's like, it's node is on its axis. And like what, you know, if you're the least bit into, you know, metaphysics or any of the woo stuff, you know, I mean, you 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 come across these times where it just makes your head spin because you hear like, well, this is in this and this is in that and this is happening here and there and here and there. And like, what is what is all this business happening right now? Like, what does it really mean? And I think the core message here is that it means that there's an opportunity for restructuring. There's an yeah. opportunity for us to look at what still works for you know who we are and who we want to be like you mentioned um what needs to go and you know with all of these eclipses and this one today happening you know during a new moon you know the darkest moon cycle when the moon is in cancer which is the ruling planet of cancer so all these energies are just exalted and uplifted and brought to the surface you know it's it is really truly about that plunge into the darkness darkness. and you know plunging into the darkness one of the things that's interesting about being in dark and 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 being in the night is that you do still see it's not that you can't see in the dark you just you know you don't see colors and details and you just see shapes and you just see the big things and um, and I feel like what's going on right now is just giving us an opportunity to really kind of make some of the broad strokes in our life instead of 
really like trying to like drill down and microanalyze and micromanage and and you know really understand why we do the crazy things that we do and what's driving this behavior that started when I was two and da 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 da. It's like we don't need to know these things anymore. We don't need to spin our wheels on all of the details. Look, I don't have to know how a car engine runs. I just need to know that when I go out there and turn the key, it's going to crank and take me where I need to go next. So you need to know where you're going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's all I need to know. Yeah. You know, it's the broad strokes. It's like, I just need to know how to insert a key into a hole and where I want it and, and where I want the vehicle to how take to make me. it go fast, how to make it break, how to turn it left or right. Yeah. yeah. Where do I, where do I yeah. want to end up? You know, because otherwise I'll just, you know, end up in the desert on a horse with no name, right? So, <laughs> 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 um, so I, I really feel like, you know, that's... We don't we don't have to understand like all of these like concepts, you know, these are for, a lot of that breaking it down is for the people who understand the calculus of astrology. Right. You know, I just need to know the broad strokes and I just need to be really clear on what's not working in my life. Yeah. You know, and I need to keep it simple and I need to know this line of thought or this line of behavior creates pain and this line of thought and this line of behavior, you know, gives me uh growth and reward or pleasure or you know this freedom this feels good this feels bad this yeah. is what i do want this is what i don't want and i feel like we have this really great beautiful opportunity right now just to make it so simple and just and just get clear on those bones mm. you know yeah. of the life that we really want oh, to have and God, step into. i've been obsessed with bones lately I've been doing these collage pieces with bones. Interesting. Um, not like actual bones. They're, you know, I'm like cutting out skeletons from old medical textbooks and then doing these collages with them. But, um, but I've been absolutely obsessed with bones lately. Wow. And um, your higher self is telling you something. Yeah. Right it's there. interesting that, um, and my, like my ancestor work has been deepening. Um, so I've been doing a lot with that. And I, um, Actually, right now, um, is today the last day? It is. There, the Shift Network has been having a shamanism global summit. Mm. So it's free if you listen live. And then the sessions all stay up for 48, 48 hours after they're recorded. So oh, we can wow. put some information in the show notes about that. You can always purchase it later. But if you wanted to listen for free, you can do that. Um, so there was one that I listened to... Um, Mon it was in Mondays and the woman was talking about the call of the ancestors. So she lives in, I want to say she lives somewhere near New York. Um, but she got initiated into a South African, um, shaman, shamanic lineage. And so she was talking about working with the ancestors. Um, and she was talking about how there are some ancestors that have been raised to like a, you know, a higher plane, um, and are, are calling to us and helping us move forward and these kinds of things. But there are other ancestors that are hurting, right? They need healing. They're hungry. They're thirsty. Um, and they're calling out too, but not necessarily in directions that are going to be helpful, mm -hmm. right? Until, mm -hmm. because there's, because they're, they're 
they need healing, mm-hmm. right? Um, and that really resonated with me. So especially since mm-hmm. the past few weeks, because um, I haven't been on Facebook, which has been glorious. Yes. And <laughs> so delicious. And so like, wow, now I have all this like time and space and energy to like create things and be in my art room instead of like, pacing the house angry about something I saw on Facebook or, or obsessing about what about, you said. And... Right. Totally. So, um, or just, you know, watching cat videos. And so, <laughs> um, so, um, so I've been doing these collage pieces and they were all centering on the bones. And for me, bones really represent the ancestors. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, but then there is that like stripping us back down to our essentials. Right. right. Like what what is the absolute essential of me? What is that that thing in the deepest deep of my of my body that's going to hold me upright and help me move? Right. Right. Like that's really what the bones are about. And um, and the desert is a really great place to get down to the bones. It really right? is, man. That's what the desert does. Um And, you know, like our desert plant life, the spines on a cactus are actually leaves that have been, right, like adapted to be able to handle this level of heat. And it's one of the things, too, that like, um, you know, when people talk about like seeing in the dark or this idea that this is like, this is um, like the eclipse of the dark or things like this. Do you know what I mean? Like it can really scare people. People are... Americans especially, we're really afraid of shadow. Totally, um, we like we want to sweep it under the rug and just. We want Lawrence Welk and his bubbles, and isn't that wonderful? Yeah. And so, like you know, like that's really what we love. Yeah. But it's been one of the things like since I've been in the desert, you you come to have an appreciation for shadow. Yeah. Right, like shadow is a grace and a mercy in July. Yes, it is. <laughs> It is. <laughs> Shadow is a grace and a mercy. So um, a cloudy day is like, you should see us desert rats on a cloudy day. We get oh. so excited. We're like... You would think that we just got dropped into Haiti or something. Totally. I mean, it's just like... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So shadow, shadow becomes this grace and mercy when you're, when you're in the desert. So it's a beautiful way to put it. Yeah. So that we're not like amping up the fear in this time. Cause I think there's enough, you know, as human beings, we have this like, um, natural necessary fear of the unknown. Right. Um, but, um, and I think that's what we're going into now is the space of like the things we thought we knew are falling away. Yeah. Or right. at least, at least coming under review. Right. You know, everything that we thought that we knew about life, the universe, ourselves, everything, you know, we just have this great opportunity to let it all come under review right now and then take what fits and leave the rest. Right. Because we are not who we were and we were, we are becoming something other than what we are right now. I mean, this is just the natural progression of things. And yeah. it just feels really, uh, that process just feels really magnified and pointed right now. Like during this eclipse season, 
you know, and maybe the planets have a lot to do with it. And maybe just our, our interconnectivity as, you know, a human family has a lot to do with it because there are many disturbances in the force. Right. And so we yes, just, you, you know, we, 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 we collect together and we get to kind of have this shared experience and, yeah. and relate to one another with that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that. You know the the shadow exploration and um, and the fear around it, you know, would benefit everyone to dispel as much of that as as possible. Because, you know, what I've been taught and really believe is that a big part of why we've come here to this planet, you know, in this time in this society, is to experience contrast and to. Uh, you know, learn about one thing by coming to experience and explore and understand its polar opposite. I mean, this is something that seems to promote a lot of soul level growth for us. Yeah. And it can be very painful at times, but our capacity to endure pain seems to be in direct proportion to our ability to embrace pleasure and, you know, love and light and all that good stuff that we think that we want all of all the time, like love and light right. channel all day, all night. Yeah. But we can't really cultivate an understanding and an, and an appreciation for just how amazing all that stuff is unless we've really been through the ringer in the shadow stuff. So it's just so very necessary and, you know, we've we've talked a bit, too, about, you know, understanding and finding strength from our weakness. We were talking about that earlier. Yeah, I want to hit that in the next segment. Yeah. So um, go grab another cup and meet us, meet us back here in just a minute. Okay, so... Um, one of the things that uh, some of the articles that we had read about this was talking about was the sort of like Mars out of bounds. So expecting these kind of like, ah, like crazy behaviors. And that the way to navigate that is to really call on your sort of feminine guidance. Right. Um, to be able to navigate this like masculinity that desperately needs to be healed. So that's why it's acting out this way. Um, and so um, we were <laughs> talking about that. Uh, before we started recording um, and like going into this place of really like the personal way that we're wrestling with this right. idea. Right. Um, and as we're closing out the last section, you had pointed to how our weakness can be the place of our greatest strength. Yeah. And, and, and that's how, with all these astrological influences, you know, and this certainly isn't the first crazy astrological period of 2018. I mean, it's just been, we've, it's just been chock full of retrogrades and eclipses and, you know, fruits and nuts and candy, honey, right? <laughs> so, um, but one of the themes that I have really, really seen playing out in my life is, you know, exploring my shadow and looking at my darkness and looking at healing these old traumas and these old wounds that I thought I had worked on so many years ago and um but clearly I hadn't you know because my my behaviors were 
out of alignment with my desires and intentions mm. and I was acting out in in ways and and the way that it really just kind of came up for me was nosediving head first you know back into uh, my eating disorder which is compulsive overeating and um, really becoming extremely miserable as a result of it because it's not just about like the weight gain or the food or uh you know it's the isolation and mm. it's the depression and it's the the you know, shame the shame, I, the shame the erosion of my self-esteem and uh you know i used to think i was pretty cool stuff man you know i mean there was a time where i was like you're lucky if you meet me man i'm rad i'm so weird and cool and funky and not like the other muggles and, you know like i thought i was some stuff dude i did for a minute right ego much hello um <laughs> Um, <laughs> but you've been sort of living this play on Ram Dass, right? He said, you think you're enlightened, go go visit your parents. Oh, God, right? yeah. You're wow, like, you that's... think you're enlightened, move your mom in with you, see what happens. That is exactly <laughs> what happened. Mom moved in with me. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it turns out I'm not so enlightened, you know? I'm um, still pretty and darkened in some mm. ways. And let me tell you, I... Um, I really had to come to grips with this because I just had this this moment where it's like, okay, what are we doing here? Like I'm in or I'm out. You know, I mm. had suicidal thoughts coming mm. up. You just just the, that deep, dark, like I just I wanna go home yeah. kind of thoughts and feelings coming up. And it's like you know, and this is with somebody who's living in a first world country, you know, who's married and a lot of their loved ones are alive. Like, I've got stuff going for me, right. but yet I still can't tap into just a real, you know, appreciation and, and gratitude of like, you know, the blessings that are there. I think it's something a lot of people struggle with. Like, yes, I, like, I know I'm blessed. I know I have blessings. But why am I not, you know, mm. feeling it? What is this incongruency happening, you know, in my heart and and mind and soul? Like something's not right. not gelling, and and I'm acting out. You know, I'm doing unhealthy behaviors. For me, it was compulsive overeating. You know, for somebody else, it could be codependency. For somebody else, it could be, you know, drugs. It doesn't, it doesn't really Work matter. Workaholism. Work, busy. Thank you. Yeah. Busy, 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 busy. Yeah. yeah. Whatever we do to like not feel this sneaking suspicion that we're really not that great and who the hell do we think we are, right? I mean, that's like basically what it boils down to, yeah, right? so um, much. And that's... The, the shame driving it, of course. Right. Um, but but I think, too, that um, I remember, um, uh, and I used to struggle with depression, like, really, really bad. And, um, I mean, I remember having my first suicidal thoughts at, like, seven or eight years old, right? So, and then I went through this epic suicidal depression my last couple of years in Holland. And I remember thinking... You know, as I thought so many times before, I can't live like this anymore. 
and Mm -hmm. like you know and i and it was true like finally something in me woke up and said well yeah so stop living like that right exactly (laughs) right like finally like oh Oh. okay but then it's interesting too how we have this idea that like okay now i've had this epiphany it's gonna be this like rocket trip to the sky like oh yeah and it and it doesn't it doesn't work like that right and it's not a one and done thing you know you don't have a, a flash of enlightenment and then your, your life changes. I mean, I do believe that we can have like these powerful spiritual experiences and moments of awakening that, you know, shift the way we see things, you know, forever and ever. But I think for, for most of us, and, and I think for me, it's these, these changes and trans transformations, they, you know, they happen over time, you yeah. know, and a lot of times it looks like three steps forward, two steps back. And um, it is the cha-cha of life. It's the cha-cha of life. <laughs> wow, what a great way to say it. It is. Oh my God, it's so it's so the cha-cha of life. <laughs> Good one. Um, so yeah, I mean, there I was um, doing that cha-cha and just realizing like basically what you said, the way that I'm doing things is not sustainable. My life has become unmanageable. And my way of running the show doesn't work. Mm. You know, if I'm left in the driver's seat, I'm going to just drive the bus off the cliff pretty much because I've got this mess here, you know, from running around on my own will and from running around living out of this place of, uh, of ego with pretty spiritual language to justify it. Mm. That's a, Mm. that's a real thing that, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand when they really get into spirituality is that sometimes you you get this lexicon that allows you to justify unhealthy patterns of thought and and behavior. Um, and that was certainly happening with me. And that was very humbling and... Um, and humiliating. And so I crawled back into, you know, a, a room of 12 step recovery mm. around it. And which is all about relying on a power greater than yourself. And it's actually not about the substance. It's about self-love. It, I've come to realize it is not about me losing weight. It is about me losing hate, mm. you know, mm. and, and, and in that weakness and in that, total admission that I am licked all my spiritual jargon all my crystals all my book studies everything you know it's it's not saving me man I'm 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 out here I'm drowning and and it's because I was just running on my own will and trying to control everything instead of surrendering you know, to this power greater than me um, to receive direction from. And and the most, like, just amazing time in my life when I first started my spiritual business um, in 2004, 
when I just felt so connected to the universe and to life and to everyone and everything. Like I was doing the work every day, you know, every day journaling and meditating and connecting for me. And as my spiritual work evolved, I started doing, I was still doing it for my clients because I had to in order to get the information and in order to get, you know, relevant um, intuitive hits that would be beneficial for them. And that was, that was tricky for me because I thought, well, I'm getting the good stuff from my clients, mm, so I must be okay. Yeah, I've been in that space. Oh, man. Man, it, it, it and, yeah. that's, and that's why this, I'm, like. I'm doing this, like, look at these magical things that are happening, so obviously I'm. I must be at, okay. I'm, I must be working it the way I'm supposed to because it wouldn't be happening if I wasn't, right? right? Yeah, and then this tsunami of. <laughs> Of, of of stuff that had been suppressing just sort of rose up and um, took me to my knees. And man, I I can And you say... learned something really amazing there though. Once you once that tsunami hit you and brought you to your knees. Yeah. That going back to that place of of humility humility and or humbleness uh, and and that place of weakness, it's a place of strength because as I went back into um, doing my daily routine, you know, as I went back into getting out of my isolation and connecting with a fellowship of people who were also in the in a similar place as I was, maybe they didn't have my story, but man, they'd been beat down mm. by something, you know, by by thoughts and behaviors that had run amok, basically, and it was that weakness that really bound us together and, and continues to do so. And it's what enabled me to, to reach out and reconnect, you know, with people eye to eye, heart to heart again, and hmm. with my higher power. Hmm. And so I, I, I had to withdraw and kind of really, limit the work that I was doing for others so that I could focus on getting back into doing this work for me. And that's been a, mm. that's been a lot of what I've been doing this year is focusing back in on self-love and putting my oxygen mask on first. Right. Right. And now things are starting to really open up again. And so I feel such a culmination of all of that stuff, you know, here during this, eclipse and this you know season of eclipses and plunge plunge into the darkness um the thing so my because my teacher talks about the blessing and the broken places yes right um and before we had started you had said my shit is my superpower my shit is my superpower <laughs> <laughs> So, like, tease that out for a second. Like, what does that mean? What does that look like when you say my shit is my superpower? Well, like, for example, one of my behaviors is isolation. You know, I isolate and I, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to bother anybody. And mm. I don't, you know, I either want to be positive or be silent and, you know, just kind of avoid and... Um, and really just not have anybody see me doing Unless damage all to together, myself. Right. Yeah. 
um, and, and, and it's trying to, to control the perception mm. of others, you know, of how yeah. they see me, which is none of my business, what people think right. of me and how they see me. It took me a long time to understand that. Yeah. But had I not isolated, I wouldn't understand. And now, now, right now at this moment, I'm reconnecting with people, with strangers, people who I would never meet or have anything in common with otherwise if it wasn't for you know, mm. the disease of addiction, you know, and I'm finding, you know, that, that there is so much grace and beauty and love and mm. kindness mm. in mm. its purest form. Yeah. And, and had I, did I, if I didn't have the shit of isolating and the bigger shit of addiction, I wouldn't be experiencing the level of grace that I am right now, mm. which is enabling me to be um of service yeah really to other people because it's by you know helping other people even if that's just listening even if it's just nodding and understanding with them um witnessing is powerful witnessing isn't it? witnessing so powerful it that that's what's kind of putting me in this I don't know fourth dimension you know it's just mm. this different this different way of of experiencing life and 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 moving in the world mm. so what I'm what I'm hearing is that you've like made this journey from um isolating because you felt like you were only uh, worthy of exposing yourself to others or being around others when everything's together and the makeup is flawless and we're all good. Right. To having this experience of actually the really deep grace connection is coming in this space when I'm able to say, here's the crap I'm dealing with right, right now. Here's where I'm, here's where I fell off the horse this week. Here's here's where I where I got my head caught in the toilet. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like, and then someone like, oh man, yeah, been there, you know. Um, so ha yeah, having that experience of isolating because you feel like you're not perfect enough to be around others, yeah. and and realizing that the deep, real connection is is coming from really recognizing, right, these, and, and and wrestling with these flaws together. And, an, and another way that it's a superpower is like when you when you really, really understand your shadow and your shit and all that stuff, I mean, you have a way of relating to people on a level that no one else can. So I mean, true. that, hey, I've been there and I'm just kind of trudging this road with you, man. Absolutely. You know, that is powerful. Absolutely. That yeah, is powerful. Yeah, I think that's actually the reason we aren't able to like really be there with people and for people is because whatever it is that they're going through is ruffling our own crap we haven't dealt with sure and we've been trying really hard not to look at that and not to feel that and not to right and them going through it in front of us is ruffling those feathers and stirring that stuff up and so we put the lid on it we don't want to hear it right right and we we do it in different ways sometimes it's in this we would call it self kind we would call it kindness right because 
it's like, oh, honey, it's okay. It's all going to be better. But but we're we're telling people these things because we don't want to look at what they're going through, not because it's going to yeah. do them any good to hear that. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, but once we've been like, once we've faced that in ourselves, then I can then I can sit next to you while you're going through it. Right. Right. And I can I can look you in the eye. Yeah. You know, I can really I can really look life in the eye yeah. and just yeah. really you know, be at be at uh at, at peace with myself and with who I am and 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 be at peace with you and not be disturbed. Yeah. yeah. But I have to get really disturbed to get to that place so it's the sand and the, the rub, oyster you know? isn't it yeah it's the sand it and the oyster <laughs> it sure is that's what they call it pearls of wisdom <laughs> that's right man that's the perfect metaphor for it yeah <laughs> So glad that you could join us today. And we are here to start a conversation, not be the conversation. So we would love to have you join us uh, around the digital campfire. Uh, you can come to the Facebook page, find Kitchen Table Alchemy, the group. Um, and that's a great place to connect with other people, uh, talk about what we've been talking about, also to find out where our next pop-up podcast is going to be. And Pinterest, find us on Pinterest. So that article that you were looking for that you've scrolled through and you can't find it, it's probably on the Pinterest board. So uh, go find the Kitchen Table Alchemy group over on Pinterest. And for the latest episodes, you can go to our website, kitchentablealchemy.com, or you can subscribe through iTunes. And that way it's downloaded automatically. You don't have to remember anything. That's that's what I like. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So we've loved having you. Y'all come back now, you hear? here. <laughs>